G'day, Annie McLaughlin here for this week's edition of Stick Together, the only national program focusing on union news, workers' stories and social justice issues. This program is produced in Melbourne for 3CR on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and we pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Stick Together is broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network with the support of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. This week, we find out about the win for Downer employees at the Newport facility and go to the most recent solidarity rally outside Reading's Carlton store in Melbourne held in support of their pay for Reading's workers. But first, some union news. The Switzer dispute that has seen the three unions representing officers, engineers and deckhands on tugboats employed by Switzer fighting to end Switzer's move to throw them back to the modern award has taken a new turn. Dave Ball, Assistant Secretary of the MUA Victorian branch, brings this encouraging news. Yeah, that was an historic meeting that uh, we had here in Melbourne and uh, all the unions turned up, the AMOU, AMP, and, you know, they were all wrapped. It was great to see the officials here from the other unions and the unions are finally starting to work together, which is great. They had a hearing in Fair Work Australia a couple of days ago where the commissioner was very straightforward and said, opened up the meeting with the Section 225 termination case will not see the light of day. Um, Spitzer were a little bit shocked, I think, to hear that after they'd put so much effort and money into it. But uh, the suggestion by the Commissioner is that once or the light of day, no dispute is beyond a settlement. And uh, he expects the two parties, or the four parties, I guess, to work together to get an outcome. And now there has been more meetings booked um, today. There's a meeting taking place today and tomorrow in Sydney with the three unions and, and the company. And we're, we're hoping that we can get a negotiated outcome, which we should have got over two years ago. So one thing the commissioner did say, which I thought was really interesting, was that uh, he'd known Tony Burke for a long time and Tony Burke is a man of his word. And he said that uh, they're going to fix up the Fair Work Act around this Section 225 and he lets Fitzer know in no uncertain terms that that's what's going to happen. So you are. In South Australia, more than 1,000 healthcare workers represented by the United Workers' Union, walked off the job on Friday, August the 19th, protesting the government's decision to reinstate hospital car parking fees. We're here because the government is going to try charge us $55 a fortnight to park so we can come to work, um, which really is unfair because we're the lowest paid workers in the government, in, in, in hospitals... None of us have got any special benefits from uh, the pandemic. Doctors, nurses, all of those, they all got free pizzas, cakes, whatever. We were lucky if we got a, a giant chocolate factory. You know, um, we're an afterthought. And we've got a brand new car park at Flinders and the Liberal government have we thought back in 2020 when uh, EB was coming out, well, we'll get them to pay for it. The lowest paid workers. I've got people at work that are single mums, um, single parent families, uh, people at work from fort, fort, fortnight 
Workers at Corbrems took nationwide action on Friday, August 19th in response to a letter from management advising that a vote for their union endorsed in inverted commas EBA would occur on Wednesday the 24th of August, despite the union statements that in no way does it endorse this subpar offer. Earlier this month, AMWU, Australian Manufacturing Workers' Union, and ETU, Electrical Trades Union members, in Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney and Mackay, took their first work stoppages outside the offices of Core Brimps over lack of an EA that reflects the rising cost of living. These workers make the braking systems entrance systems and heating, ventilation and air conditioning systems that keep Australians' trains running. This is an ongoing dispute. The United Workers' Union has announced an historic victory for call centre members who organised nationally in their union and united across worksites to win improved pay and conditions for every worker in the industry. The win includes 6.7% pay rise in the first year, guaranteed rise in years two and three, $0.80 per hour work from home loading, pathway to permanent jobs, stronger union rights, penalty payments less than 24-hour notice of shift cancellation, paid domestic violence leave to include casuals. Two wins for workers in rural sites. Australian Manufacturing Workers Union members at Regal Cream will be looking forward to some back pay after having a win in the Fair Work Commission. Deputy President Gostanik agreed with the union that all time worked on public holidays must be paid at penalty rates. Regal Cream had stopped paying penalty rates to some night shift workers when shifts straddled over two days. Organiser Tony Hines said now that this point has been made clear, the union would look closely at money owed to union members. The Fair Work Commission has decided that McCain must meet their obligations under their enterprise agreement. Local delegates and members have been striving to ensure that minimum crew levels are delivered. Meanwhile, McCain have been trying to get more work out of less staff. After a long battle in the Commission, McCain have been told that the conditions in the EBA must be met. McCain should immediately hire the extra staff. Union organiser Angela McCarthy said it was disappointing that members have to battle for months on the shop floor and in the Commission just to get what had already been agreed through EBA negotiations. She congratulated the members and shop stewards on the crucial win and in particular highlighted the unity of the potato packing crew. You're on Stick Together, worker stories, union news and social justice issues. Evolution Rail, comprising of Downer, CRRC, Changchung and Plenary, is proud to be partnering with the State of Victoria in the HCMT project to build state-of-the-art, world-class trains that will drive the transformation of Melbourne's public transport system. Michael Miller, Chief Executive Officer, Downer Rail, said. 
That was in 2017. But over the past year, Downer, which designs, builds and sustains assets, infrastructure and facilities in Australia and New Zealand, has been running a tedious campaign against its workers, pay and conditions as each EBA comes for renegotiation. Workers at their Newport facility have just gained a positive result after taking protected action that has meant a number of weeks on the grass. I spoke to AMWU, Australian Manufacturing Workers Union Union organiser, Nathan Tudnam, about the dispute. Congratulations on the win. Um, and I know that you're an organiser for Downer across the board. And I was quite amazed to discover that every one of the disputes that's been going on has to be resolved individually. Can you talk to me about that? Oh, yeah, well, Downer have 196 agreements. Crikey's. And so they've been in dispute with uh, quite a few of them over the last few months. Yeah, so I do, I do the... I do the rail. So in the rail, yeah, we've had the last three we've done with them have all ended in dispute. All right. So uh, the uh, Newport dispute has just been resolved successfully. Can you tell us what happened there? Yeah. What they achieved? Yeah, what they achieved. Yeah. So they get uh, they wanted at the start it was a uh, more about work life balance. So they ended up getting so now they get seven bonus days a year on top of their thirteen RDOs. Okay. So it wasn't about pay. Oh, it was, but it was more about time off for these guys. Okay, all right. And so why why is Downer so difficult to deal with? Why don't they just uh, talk with their workers as opposed to the workers having to take protected action? Yeah, well, at the start, when we first started negotiating Newport, they told us that Newport's not needed and that the place will be closed soon anyway. So they told us 2% a year and nothing, award conditions. And good luck. If you go on strike, you'll be doing us a favour. <laughs> okay, all right. And uh, so uh, this is a company that's making massive profits, right? Yep. So how did you go about uh, dealing with this? Oh, so with the EBA meetings, we had our meeting, we gave our log of claims, they gave their log claims. And then basically after that, they said, yeah, that's it. That's all we got. It's, like it's not making us any money. So then we put in protected action. So they reckon that um, based on the individual sites, that their responsibility to their workers is based on how they feel about the individual sites, not their ongoing connection to the workforce. Yeah, correct. All right. So how did you actually bring them back to the table? Oh, we've done protected action ballot. So we put into protected action ballot for the workers. Yeah, Downer has uh, had this going on for a number of years, I've noticed. Yeah, well, I've only I've only been new to the union. I've been here for two years and every uh, EBA I've had with Downer has ended in a dispute. Right, okay. And so these people are actually uh, uh, skilled workers and it wasn't just the AMWU, was it? It was the ETU and no. the other unions ETU on site. And the RBTU. And yep. the RBTU. The three unions. Yep. And so um, these different um, disputes have been going on, like Preston at the depot and in a variety of other places yep. over the last few months. And at Packenham, yeah, Packenham and Newport last year as well. Yeah, right. And so is this what you'd expect that they're going to be doing forever and ever, these uh, outrageous sort of confrontations? Yeah, I think so, because... Apparently, like before my time, they said probably in 2005 maybe or something around then, they said Downer used to just do what the rail done, but then 
sort of the last, I don't know, I think, oh, maybe 2012, yeah. The last 10 years, they said, sort of been, you have to have a fight with them for every single thing. Right. But before that, they just done what the rail done. So if the rail industry was 14 over four years, that's what they would do. So the contracts are government contracts, aren't they? Yeah, well, the HCMT is. So HCMT's government contract, uh, the work they do at Newport, the site that was just on dispute, they do work for VLM. Um, also, they do work for PN, Pacific National. And so the the uh, workers are pretty happy that this is a positive result? Yes. Yeah. And um, I guess they're just going to get used to the fact that they have to fight tooth and nail. Yeah, well, this site in Newport was the first time they've done any action in 30 years. So this is the first time they've done any action since 1996 because that site was previously under other companies. So it's been down for a while now. But, yeah, last dispute, uh, last EBA was only a 14-month EBA, and that was just to get them until this one because I was saying they hadn't had a contract. So the guys think, thought last time we'll do the right thing. We'll wait till we get the next contract. Then they got the next contract and they told us again, oh, we're not sure if we've got the next contract. We can't give you anything again. So the guys said, no, they're fed up with that now. Yeah, right. And the when they're talking about they're closing that particular site, have you heard anything about that actually? Nah, so all that site won't close. It will just get taken over by someone else if the owner don't have it. Right. So, so if it was, they were to lose the contract, the, the, well, the network still needs that site. So even if Deanna aren't there, someone else will be there. Okay. And so what are they responsible for? What do they make? Right now, they do the they do the maintenance for VLM, V-line maintenance of the locos. So that doesn't look like something that would stop? No. All it might be is Austin might take it over himself. <laughs> so they do that. They do the wheels. Uh, they also do the bogies for next door that make the trains. So that might stop because those trains, I think they've, they've built 38 of them. So the wheels and the bogies for next door, they've got to build, I think it's 70 they've got to build. So they've probably got another 18 months doing that. But then they do a lot of wheels for Pacific National, which won't stop. Um, and also, yeah, the VLM and the Austin work they do. So so from your point of view as an organiser, is this just uh, the, the uh, business model that Downer is using, they think that if they can pressure the workers, they'll make a little bit more out of the wages and conditions um, outlay. Yeah, I think so. Well, congratulations. Thank you for talking to me. No worries. Thanks for that. You're on Stick Together, workers' stories, union news and social justice issues. Workers at Reading's Bookshop, Melbourne, are following in the footsteps of their colleagues at the Sydney Bookshop, Better Read Than Dead, as they take action over a wages freeze, calling for a livable wage. After five years, they have now taken the issue to the public with a second solidarity rally outside the Carlton Melbourne store on Friday 19th of August. Look, this campaign goes back over five years when workers first started organising and first started raising that they wanted a fair deal, which gave them a fair share of, uh, of the profits of this company. Um, and it's been a long campaign. Last year they came together and they were able to secure a majority support determination which meant that the employer had to bargain with them and this year we had negotiations over several months and cut a deal which members compromised on. There was a whole range of compromises but they were prepared to make that deal. Fundamentally in that agreement though, the company committed to including 
an increase depending on what the Fair Work Commission awarded. What happened in July was that the company reneged on that agreement. Once it found out that it was 4.6%, they walked away from that. So these members then had to come together and make the hard decision to take this public and industrial campaign. Uh, it started on the streets a week or so ago uh, with that fantastic show of support and solidarity from the community. Um, and members have also now commenced the process to be able to take industrial action. This really comes down to an employer that reneged on its commitment and workers that aren't prepared to cop it. Has there been any uh, response from the employer? Yes, so the, the employer has been responding, particularly to uh, people that are tweeting um, about this issue. Uh, a lot of energy is going into responding to those in the community that say that this is not um, what they expect of this employer. The employer has met with us. Uh, we've made it clear that we're not walking away from the bargaining table. We've always been prepared to talk further about what's going on. And so, uh, so the employer has met with us, but um, until today had not made a further offer. Today the employer has made a further offer and we'll be talking about that with members at their next member meeting on Wednesday night. Um, and we'll be able to then respond to the employer's offer. Uh, at the moment, the employer hasn't agreed to uh, the demand that members have made, that is to meet the one that the agreement that they had expected. Uh, but the employer has put other things on the table now, so our members is are... That, is that to do with uh, uh, conditions rather than an increase in pay? That's right. It has proposed other conditions change rather than wages. Um, and so, or not the same wages outcome our members had expected. Um, so they'll need to consider that as well. The other thing that's happened in the last couple of weeks is this employer has purchased a multi-million dollar new facility in West Melbourne. There was no consultation over that. It does affect some of our members. The reality is that our members need a safe workplace to work. So a safer dispatch area and a safer office environment will be important. But that said, it should have been consulted over and it involves greater cost in terms of time and money to get over to that place um, and so there's some discussions yet to be had about that issue as well. It's interesting isn't it because uh, Readings does actually uh, present as being a uh, an organisation that uh, makes money out of, I mean even its choices of books, uh, out of um, the political discussion, democratic principles, that kind of issue. So it, it it must be hurting them that people will see them in bad light. Well, I think it's about people seeing them in an honest light. Um, the reality is that it is a for-profit business. It does some good work. Our members do fantastic work, um, and we acknowledge that. You know, Readings has uh, been able to put more books into the hands of, um, of the progressive community than any other bookstore in Melbourne. And a lot of authors have gotten to write and publish their progressive books where they would, might not have otherwise had the same audience because of readings. But the reality is, is that it is our members on the shop floor that help that make that success. And they deserve a fair and appropriate um, agreement recognising the effort that they put in. Walking the talk. That's it. Living wages, fair conditions. Conditions that I think any customer of this type of establishment would expect workers are receiving. So my name's Josh Cullinan. I'm the Secretary of the Retail and Fast Food Workers Union um, and we're gathered here today on stolen land. It's the stolen land of the Wurundjeri people of the mighty Kulin Nation. This land was never ceded. We acknowledge their elders, past and present. We acknowledge all Aboriginal people that might be attending today as well and welcome them to our, to our rally. 
We're here today because Readings has implemented a wage freeze on its workers. Workers at Readings have been campaigning for fair wages and conditions for over five years. This campaign started on the shop floor over five years ago with the demand that workers be given a fair, a fair and reasonable agreement from this employer. This employer is a multi-million dollar employer. It makes large profits every year. It has a huge amount of land. In fact, that increased last week with the purchase of a multi-million dollar property in West Melbourne. So this employer has every capacity to pay a fair wage, a living wage, give its employees job security and give them market leading conditions. The conditions they deserve because it's workers on the shop floor that deliver the profits of these businesses. Today, we're really happy to have all of you here with us. This is the second rally action that we've had in solidarity and support of workers. What happened here is that workers negotiated a fair agreement in July. It was a compromise. It was not perfect. It was a compromise, but it was a fair agreement the workers were able to agree to. It included wages that would pay a living wage for the first time at this employer. That agreement included a 4.6% wage increase because it included a guarantee, a commitment, that the Fair Work Commission increase of 2022 would be paid to these workers. That, that there would appear to be representatives of the company deciding to come out and try and... Twice those, twice management was asked, does the, do these wages, will these wages be increased by the Fair Work Commission increase in 2022? Twice, twice at two different meetings, the bosses said yes, yes they will be. What, what then happened, what then happened, what then happened, he found out it was going to be 4.6%. I'm really quite shocked and upset that I'm being defamed here. But look, it was, what he found out was that it was 4.6%. 4.6% was what the Fair Work Commission increased. And then what happened? It disappeared. It disappeared. They never promised that. What utter garbage. So what our members did was they convened, they met as a group, and they decided what they needed to do. This approach by the employer freezes wages for almost two years. And what happened was those workers came together and they voted and decided they would launch a public campaign and a campaign of industrial action. A campaign of industrial action. Obviously, this employer has been concerned by that campaign. That campaign commences with a vote on Tuesday morning for their protected action ballot when workers will vote on what action they can have, they can access. Of course, our laws in Australia are rotten. They're rotten work choices laws embedded by the ALP in 2009. Those laws now require workers to get permission from the Fair Work Commission in the first instance, and then waste four weeks while they get balloted on whether they should even have access to industrial action. 
These are outrageous and woeful laws that need to change. But in the meantime, our members are following them and commence their ballot vote on Tuesday. We are confident that by Wednesday, those workers would have overwhelmingly voted in favour of having access to industrial action and then they will meet in September to determine the next steps. So look, a huge thanks to everyone who's come out tonight to support workers at Readings. What I wanted to do now was hand over to one of our comrades, a delegate who's been at almost all the bargaining meetings, if not all of them, uh, a delegate of RAPWU that works at Readings. Please put your hands together for Claire. Readings worker and RAFRU delegate. Uh, as Josh said, I have been at just about every single bargaining meeting over the last oh, eight months. Um, and we are so close. We are so close with the support of all of you who have come today. Um, we have just in the last hour and a half learned that there is a new offer on the table um, and we need to discuss it with our members first. Um, but things are looking up because of the support of all of you guys. Um, and all the action that we're wanting to take. So all I can do right now is thank everyone for turning up, um, showing support for this community, coming together um, and making things happen. Thank you. But what we want to do is share with the local community that we're coming back in three weeks for a special day of solidarity and action. And that special day of solidarity and action is during Melbourne Writers' Festival, right? When authors and artists will join together with booksellers from Readings to make sure that Readings pays a fair wage and gives fair conditions, right? So, so, so that campaign's just getting started. We know that Better Red Than Dead in Sydney, a fantastic group of artists and authors came together, 300 came together to sign open letters calling for action from that employer. We're confident that the authors and writers and other artists will show similar solidarity for readings workers. So we're going to be back in three weeks with that. And we want to share information about it. We know that all of this makes a huge difference. As Claire said, a new offer on the table this afternoon that members will consider next Wednesday. And we've got, obviously, an owner that is very, very aggrieved with workers daring, daring to come together and fight for a fair deal. So thank you, everyone, and let's cheer that in What's outrageous? Frozen wages! What's outrageous? Frozen wages! What's outrageous? That's it for Stick Together this week. You can catch up with the show at 3cr.org.au or where you get your favourite podcasts. Contact us at sticktogether at 3cr.org.au. I'm Annie McLaughlin. Join the Stick Together team next week for more workers' news. And remember, wherever you are, whatever you do, there's a union for you. Stay safe and stick together. The next 
one you'll know. When workers' rights are under attack, what do we do? Stand up, fight back! When workers' rights are under attack, what do we do? Stand up, fight back! When workers' rights are under attack, what do we do? Stand up, fight back! Hey, Readings, stop the freeze. We deserve a wage increase. Hey, Readings, stop the freeze. We deserve a wage increase. Hey, Readings, stop the freeze. We deserve a wage increase. Stop the freeze! We deserve a wage increase! Hey, reading! Stop the freeze! We deserve a wage increase! What's outrageous? What's outrageous? What's outrageous? Frozen wages! What's outrageous? Frozen wages! What's outrageous? Frozen wages! When bookshop workers are under attack, what do we do? When bookshop workers are under attack, what do we do? Stand up, fight back! When bookshop workers are under attack, what do we do? Stand up, fight back! When, what's outrageous? Frozen wages! What's outrageous? Frozen wages! What's outrageous? Frozen wages!